Ladies and gentlemen, the main cabin door has been closed and the captain has switched on the fasten seatbelt sign. If you haven't already done so, please stow your carry-on baggage underneath the seat in front of you or in an overhead bin. This includes all Biocharger NG subtle energy revitalization platforms. Please ensure your seat back and folding trays are in their full upright and erect position. Please ensure all personal electronic devices have been switched to flight mode and this does include all cellmate penis cage devices. We remind you that this is a smoking-only flight. Smoking is required across the entire aircraft, including the lavatories, as it will make you look extremely cool and turn this Airbus A321 into a dirty 1970s swingers party. Tampering with, disabling or destroying the lavatory smoke detectors is encouraged. On behalf of Captain Theo and the entire crew, welcome aboard Bunta Vista Airlines Flight BV69, non-stop service from Brisbane to the Netherlands. Our flight time will be approximately one hour and eight minutes, depending on how long a member of our cabin crew will get distracted talking about an obscure action film from the mid to late 80s or the Mark Wahlberg film Shooter. If you have any questions about our flight today, please don't ask us as that sounds really annoying. Just stay in your seat. Deal with it. Uh, Theo, you know how to fly this plane, right? So, I, me, okay. Now, mm. I mean, yeah, like I've done it with someone else sitting there next to me. Kind of missed the day. bit. Well, kind of missed the bit. No, 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 I mean, I've been, I've seen other people fly this, and you know, we get up there and they go, "Hey, you want to, you want to take the stick?" And I kind of hold it. Yep. And I go, "Yep, that's, this is great." But I didn't realize that actually, I didn't didn't really read the forms this morning. Uh, no worries, no was, worries. You've got um, you've got Andrew here. You've got your co-pilot Andrew. Andrew's oh, a okay. really experienced he's a pilot. pilot. He, I mean, he doesn't look like one, but um, Andrew, you're you're good, right? I mean, you're sober I could today. Be a pilot. I'm smart enough to be a pilot. Yeah. People, people are often telling me, smart enough to be a pilot. They are saying and that about you. That's that's a qualification in my eyes. I'm the people's pilot. The people's pilot. Yeah. They're saying that. I yeah. think that it might actually be a uh, Captain Sally Sullenberg, but um, well, that's fine. You do. Are you the you're the people's pilot because you haven't like read books or anything? <laughs> Yeah, like gone to training for it because that's all like highfalutin stuff. Yeah, piloting yeah, working pilot with your gut. <laughs> piloting, piloting with my bowels. Mm-hmm. I, I certainly am. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to make sure we get there in an hour and eight minutes because I do not want to wait that long for the bathroom. And you have to. And There's I no bathrooms on this plane. Well, I do don't want to have to use the same a... one as the rest of those pigs. Lucy, is there is that, a toilet up the front there? No, they uh, pop out now, don't they? They kind of like lock the door and yeah, hope that right. no one wants to kill them. That's right. <laughs> excuse me, just gotta excuse me, just gotta scooch I'm on the through. Pilot. <laughs> I'm the pilot. I get the first one of those microwaved sandwiches wrapped in plastic. <laughs> first one goes to me. Oh, Scalding hot, Lucy. very dry, mm-hmm. very dry. Everyone else has got to wait for like forty-five minutes to get theirs. <laughs> Oh, I, get, I um I ordered a cup of tea on the last flight I went to went on, and the guy just plain forgot, and then he remembered it as we were coming down to land, and he's <laughs> and he's like, "Sorry, uh, here it is." And they'd already called it, like we were like having to do all the get your seats up stuff. So I'm like juggling this hot cup of tea; it's just splashing boiling water all over me, <laughs> but I kind of felt cool doing it because mm. this guy's like, "Hey, don't tell anyone." Wink. <laughs> Just let me juggle, yeah. Just scald myself all over, and my baby as well. I was holding my baby at the time. (laughs) You meant to stow him safely in the overhead compartment. That's right. Please put your baby away, sir. Pop him up there. (laughs) 
Can you kick that baby all the way under your seat, please? All the Thank way you. under there. Thank you. <laughs> oh, did they give you the did they give you the baby seat belt? Oh, they gave me the baby seat belt too, and, and they gave, yeah, also you... gave me one for Finn. <laughs> <laughs> they put Theo in his booster seat and then they strapped Finn to the front it's of him. It's so pointless. It's just like this little loop that goes around your baby. Like hold yeah, on tight, dude. If you are not familiar, uh, if you get on the plane with a baby, they you gotta give hold you that a baby. baby. Well, they give you a baby seatbelt, and it's a little baby-sized seatbelt that goes. You put your seatbelt on, and then you loop this through there, and then clip it around the baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're like, now it's safe in the event of a crash. Small, soft baby, uh, with with nary a fully formed bone. You know, It'll be right. It'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be it'll be fine when you um get in the brace position with your baby wedged <laughs> in between your knees and your chest. And you just know? squeezing your baby to death like the end of Akira. Yeah. <laughs> Expanding around. <laughs> Popping him like a hot dog in a microwave. Well, since we've got some time to kill, uh, and you know, we don't have any mobile phone reception up here. That's right. Not on not on our airline. Mm-hmm. Uh, we might as well kill some time by Looking through some of this old-fashioned handwritten mail that we've received. My dear beautiful listeners out We're there. We're flicking through love letters up here in the sky. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Do you reckon pilots are like recording podcasts up there? Because I wish they would. That'd be they great. would, right? It's called The Black Box is the original podcast, really. Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well... We have a letter here uh, from Kate, who writes in about our uh, Groundhog-related conversation last week. Now, Lucy, you weren't here. I wasn't. I've missed this. God. We we gave an update about Punxsutawney Phil, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and also a long series of Groundhogs from around America. All the uh, fake Phils. All the fake Phils. Uh, and you know we kind of because w- what Ben was seeking to do with uh, with this segment was outline the fact that number one there are people asking a lot of different groundhogs about winter and when it's happening, uh, and also they contradict each other, uh, and also everybody is doing these like remotely via Zoom with masks on now and it's really <laughs> depressing. So we did a lot of speculation about say how. A groundhog might get their mystical powers of prognostication. Is it a Pope-style ceremony? Uh, is it a government appointment? You know, uh, probably did about forty minutes of speculating on uh, what exactly groundhogs are getting up to. Yep. Very sorry, I talked I about this. my dream for about ten minutes. <laughs> Doesn't really leave a lot, of, a lot of time for anything else. <laughs> so, um, so Kate's written in with a bit of extra information for us. Hello, all. Much oh, like sorry, Theo- where, where is she from? New Jersey. Jersey mm-hmm. City, New Jersey. Beautiful. Thank you. Thanks. Much like Theo in a dream, I felt powerless listening to your Groundhog Day episode, knowing all that I know about Punxsutawney Phil's seer of seers, prognosticator of prognosticators. I was compelled to write in and share some Punxsutawney Phil lore, since I could not infect my own loved ones with this knowledge on the day. Uh, and she has gone on to outline a series of Punxsutawney Phil facts for us here, which is very helpful. Uh, number one, Punxsutawney Phil has been making predictions since 1887. Canonically, it is the same Phil. Phil is immortal, and all other Phils are imposters. Mm-hmm. 
Good start. So strong start. I'm listening. Strong start. A little terrifying. We're already talking about some sort of guide animal. Yeah. Right out of the gate. Phil maintains his youth by drinking a magic elixir called Groundhog Punch during the annual summer Groundhog Picnic. The inner circle gives him a sip, which will extend his life by seven years. I don't like where this is going. So every year his life gets longer by seven years? Yeah, I guess so. It's is he just in let him is he die. just in like complete misery? Yeah. Like let Phil die. We were so we're trying to work out what he actually says because there's the, the the whole communication thing through the proxy oh, as he comes out. Don't worry, that's that's getting explained. Well, no, no, I can tell you right now. He's just saying, Kill me. <laughs> Whispering. Like the horrible alien <laughs> call. Every playing. moment I live is agony. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now you may have heard there, Lucy, the inner circle, and I did wonder, who the fuck are these guys? Mm. Kate says, the inner circle are 15 of Phil's caretakers and friends. I don't know how or why they are chosen. I can only assume it is by Phil himself. They all have cool nicknames like Iceman, Shingle Shaker, and Big Chill. And these are That's people. Cool. Yes. That are, friends are... With a, that are friends with a rat. I believe that these are Phil's human familiars uh, doing his deeds, getting him his immortality juice. Oh, I don't like this. I can't tell if Phil is horrifying or if he's a victim here. Yeah. You know? It's hard to say. The president of the inner circle is responsible for interpreting Phil's prediction, which he does by speaking to Phil directly in Groundhog Ease. The president is granted this gift of gab by wielding an ancient magical acacia wood cane. The weather report is then communicated to the faithful followers. All all of those syllables started with a PH. Faithful mm-hmm. followers via scrolls prepared by the vice president. The of, vice president of America, Kamala Harris. <laughs> Imagining Mike Pence sitting down and seriously, <laughs> seriously considering. The Groundhog Scrolls. Phil is never wrong. His predictions are 100% accurate. However, the president of the inner circle is but a fallible man and may misinterpret Phil's instructions. This is answering a lot of the questions we had. Yeah. Yeah, well, when really it gets is. wrong. Yeah. Do you think Most he, of them. Do you yeah. think Phil's baptized? Do you think Phil's you think circumcised? Phil's circumcised? <laughs> no. This is why... <laughs> Theo and Ben have their nice episode. We have our <laughs> one of the uh, one of the inner circle's job is just to, to clean his horrible little hog. Oh no! Horrible little foreskin. Get the wet wipes out. Come here, Phil. Phil has a wife named Phyllis. Come on. <laughs> Phil's, Phil's ceremonial home is Gobbler's Knob. <laughs> Thank you, Lucy. Sorry. This is news to Lucy. We've we've <laughs> we've already struggled sorry. through this, but the ceremonial home is Gobbler's Knob. Outside of February, he lives at the local library. Okay. Say that again. <laughs> he lives at the local library. Yep. Mm-hmm. I wonder. I guess do they have like a special pen for him? Is it like a big hamster cage? 
He's just loose. He's just loose in there. Just a loose hog. Loose hog. Hog on the loose. (laughs) Hog on the run. Uh, Phil has foreseen more long winters overall with 120 winter predictions versus 20 early springs. Though in 1942, he could not make his prediction since, quote, war clouds blacked out part of his shadow. All right. During Prohibition, Phil threatened... Is that a metaphor? (laughs) Yes. During Prohibition, Phil threatened 60 weeks of winter if he was denied alcohol. (laughs) Phil is king. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Now, this tells Kate that Phil has some control over the weather, perhaps. Mm. Maybe booze is a key element in his immortality elixir. Who can say? Anyway, thanks for reading. Love the podcast. Keep on keeping on. Best, Kate from Joysy City, New Joysy. Wow. That is so much more information than we had when we did that episode. That's um We're gonna kill this groundhog. <laughs> I don't think he can kill this groundhog. Imagine, you know, he takes a bullet to the chest. Bring me my elixir. <laughs> Gonna pour it into the hole. He's got fakes out there. He's got doubles. It's gotta be a wedding. It'd be kill like this guy. A- be like in a you know Indiana Jones where he like pours the Holy Grail water over his over the bullet wounds. They just close right up. It's that, but with uh, Punks of Tony Phil's lean juice or whatever it is, you know. He's sipping on that lean. Yep. He's got all of his all of his starbursts melting uh-huh. in his Sprite and Promethazine. Yes, Punks of Tony Phil is sipping on that lean. <laughs> Uh-huh. That's the way I choose to picture it. So while we're taking letters about uh, nature, beautiful nature, we also have a letter here from uh, Marco. Hey, first time listener here. I've heard Lucy on QAnon Anonymous. Remember that? Oh, good podcast. Love him. And decided to check this podcast out. I am 23 years old and also did not know gonads referred to the primary human sex organs. What? I thought it just meant balls. No, it means balls. What? No, it doesn't, Theo. Are we having a... <laughs> we're having another... Theo thing. wasn't there either. A little catch-up. All having a little well, catch-up here. I will not listen to the previous episodes. This Only is, Ben does that. Like some kind of freak. Uh, this was the episode where we were talking about um, about the big fish dicks. Excuse me? Very, very well hung fish. Try and keep up, Theo. Uh, Climate change is causing... Climate change is causing acidification of the ocean, which is giving one kind of fish really big genitals. So who's to say if it's bad or not? Exactly. We're pro-climate change podcast now. Yeah. Uh, Does it work if I just sort of like dunk mine in in the ocean for a bit? I mean, it's perfectly legal. No one's going to stop you. Do you have to take, like, you could just wade in, like, waist deep, right? <laughs> uh, so, during the reading of this, um, I looked up gonads, and it means the the primary sex organs of the species. So, a, v- a vagina is gonads. Mm-hmm. Gonads, gonads is non-binary. Gonads is whatever. Gonads is just your sex organs. You are not alone. Normalize gonads. 
Whatever you're using the most, that's gonads. And also, there was a comment on that post from uh, HDX. I always assumed gonads was balls. So it's not just me. It's not just me, a 38 year old man. It's just an Andrew, like, like, all right, some people are backing me up. Better put it in the notes. And well, nobody wrote in to say you fucking idiot. And just say who's <laughs> that? Who's that letter from? A, a uh, <laughs> friend of the show, Marco Tarantino. All right then. It's a good name. It's a great name. It's a good name. Might just be his name. Give him a break. Yeah. Here's another letter from Patrick. Hi to everyone. Uh, Hello. I assume that applies to Ben, even though he's not here. Hi to everyone. Just thought I would write in to express my minute but distinct pleasure. Well, that's the kind we... <laughs> that is the best kind of pleasure. <laughs> and the kind we are experts at doling out. Minute <laughs> but distinct pleasure. Like, Did that feel good? No, I guess. Uh, my minute but distinct pleasure at hearing you guys talking about Taiwan, including Changhua, which is about 20 minutes from where I live in Taichung City. Some mildly interesting facts about central Taiwan that may not be interesting in the slightest. Oh, lay it on us. That's, that's another kind of great signature thing. Uh, Chenghua is probably most famous for the big temple on Mount Bagua. Seriously, check out some pictures. It's pretty large for a regional town. I will check out those pictures. <laughs> that is truly, truly selling it as mildly interesting. <laughs> Pretty big for a regional town. Incidentally, temples are also infamous around here for being centers for organized crime. Hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's also really close to the high-speed railway and on the main eastern highway, so it's pretty well connected with people going through all the time. Right now, it's pretty busy as everyone is visiting their families and visiting temples in preparation for Chinese New Year. Otherwise, people tend to say the most famous food around here are the different types of fried noodles. Fuck yeah. Uh, which people like to eat for breakfast. Taiwanese breakfast is a wonderful institution, though Hakka cuisine also deserves an honorable mention. Thanks for the show. It's nice to tune in and keep in touch with things back home. Shout out to Theo, who reminds me yeah. every time why living in Brisbane is really not great, even as I gaze <laughs> wistfully on. at the quarantine rules and think about trying to move back. We are 100% a pro-Brisbane podcast. I don't no, understand no. where he's gotten this understanding from. I'm neutral. Could take it or leave it. <laughs> Sorry, I go there and I'm like, this is nice. And then I remember that I'm I'm just sweating. I want some fried noodles. That's that's the important takeaway from this. Yeah, I want some Taiwanese breakfast. So good right now. Mm. Breakfast, it's what's for dinner. That's right. And finally, in our letters uh, for this week. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you might appreciate this, Lucy. So Hello. Yep. Bunta Vista News Desk. I recently started listening to your show in reverse chronological order. I think that's the way to do it. Yeah, absolutely. 100% oh. a way oh, to do gonna it. It's going to get worse. It's just going to get yeah. worse and worse and worse. No, you don't want to start at the worst one. You can just stop oh. listening when you when it like crosses your threshold for that's what you... True. Also, you're invested by then. You care about us. You love us. Yeah. You think we're nice. Well, especially if, if it's a podcast that talks about like any form of current event. Then, like, why why would you go back like two years? Yeah, and be like, see Tony Abbott eating that onion. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get the take on that. <laughs> no, listening in reverse chronological order is good because you can listen back for a bit and you get the sort of you get the newest stuff, 
you're getting them at their most, you're getting whoever is on the podcast at like the most experience they have been doing podcasts up to that point. Uh, you can listen back for a chunk and see if you like it, and then you can just settle into listening to new ones as they come out. Uh, like Theo said, you just hit a point and then you go, okay, now I'm just listening to new ones. And then maybe if you run out, you dip back in every now and then, you know? Unlike somebody who recently was like, hey, I started listening to the podcast from the beginning. Don't do it. No. Please don't, don't do that. That no. sounds so no. horrifying. It, stops at, it starts at like episode 100, I think, now. Yeah. We've got to get rid of them, the old ones. Anyway, I recently started listening to your show in reverse chronological order, good move, and I've made great progress since I haven't got a social life anymore. Thanks for bringing the top banter. Anyway, wanted to give you some perspective on the Disneyland fanatics of episode 171. Yes, yes, do it. When we were talking about people who have like the, the yearly passes to Disney World, which apparently they're not doing anymore. Uh, my aunt and uncle and three cousins lived right next to Disneyland for nearly 25 years. How? Two of the How cousins. How is that possible? Were... What do you mean? How can you live next to tw- Disneyland and do that for 25? Wouldn't the noise drive you oh, insane? We're going to get to that. All right. Mm-hmm. Two of the cousins worked at Disneyland in their high school slash uni years, and the whole family is addicted to the mouse and his merchandise empire. They literally lived within walking distance of the park. You'd have the to car love park, it. the car park would extend past their house. They probably have to drive through the car park to get to their house. They probably love it. It'd be like living next to the airport. It's not for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Only the strongest may apply. That's right. Yep. So, some of us are standing at the chain link fence, <laughs> hands linked through the through mm-hmm. the chain, gazing longingly all those big boys of the sky. Mm -hmm. My aunt told me that since they lived in the same postcode as Disneyland, they were able to buy very cheap annual passes to the park. Apparently, my aunt and cousins would frequently go over to different restaurants in Disneyland to hang out after work. (sighs) This is is freakish behavior. We we took our kids to like a water park a couple of weeks ago, just a little little one in Canberra. Um, And I was still like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> and it was it was okay because um you know due to the coronavirus um they were like selling tickets that were just like you buy like a 2 hour slot of being able to go on the slides or in the pool or whatever um and that's great to me just put put a little box around it you know and then you're also not getting like the park at complete capacity and like massive crazy lines for everything um, so that kind of worked okay. But the idea of willingly going into Disneyland to hang out at a restaurant after work is crazy mm. to me. One cousin was very fond of working as a Tinkerbell beautician. She is a very small woman. And absolutely lo- very small. <laughs> <laughs> and absolutely loved administering princess makeovers. It was a dark day in my relative's Garden Grove household when my cousin was let go from her Tinkerbell gig. Ooh, rough. Anyway, I visited them most summers when I was growing up. I do not have the same Mickey Mouse philia, all the better for my wallet, and so you can probably imagine my shock to learn about the relative's evergreen interest in the fireworks, Theo. Every summer night, for months on end, the pyrotechnic workers of the mouse set off fireworks. They do. They have fireworks every night. Every night. 
Even after living within walking distance of the Disney feudal empire, my aunt and uncle and cousins all got a real kick out of the fireworks shows. Oh, they loved it. They were able to watch the show from their front lawn. Okay. If someone Mm -hmm. beeps their horn within like five blocks of my house, I get the urge to like run out my front door and go and go and yell at them. I don't the why would you live near the the loud noises? It's not it, these people cannot have good brains. They have a brain disease. Mickey Mouse has buried himself inside of their brain. He lives there. I, what I, on think, earth? Your fam- I think your family's nice, Graham. <laughs> I I'm sure they're nice. That's just oh, that is couldn't be me. <laughs> no. Imagine being able to see a fireworks show from your front lawn every night through the entirety and of every summer. night going, "Hey, hey, it's the fireworks!" and getting excited <laughs> again. Hey, it's the same fireworks show again. Oh. Yeah, when I first moved to Hawaii, they have fireworks in Waikiki like every weekend, basically. And at first, I was like, "Hey, there's fireworks!" and then you know, three weeks in, I was like, "Cool." All the dogs in the neighborhood are fucking mad again. It's this shit every fucking week, all the time. It's no good. It is insane. Like, <laughs> yeah, after three weeks. <laughs> you want to you wanna knock it off with the fireworks? Yeah, give it a fucking <laughs> rest. They're just fireworks. You, you can look at them on YouTube. And you're, like, you're like banging on the Disneyland <laughs> door. Hey, shut the fuck up. <laughs> with the gate. Oh, okay. oh my god, oh. that is absolutely oh. wild. I do me. not. You ever feel like you're completely apart from humanity? <laughs> <laughs> when I hear shit like this, yes, absolutely. Uh, let me just round that one out with In short, the mouse fiends are real, sorry to say. Best, Graham. <sighs> Thank you, Graham. Thank you, Graham, for really horrifying really stuff. On that one. <laughs> Welcome to Bunta Vista's Freemium Free Brewery. All month long, we're giving you, the disgusting public, access to our premium patron-only episodes. That's right, not one, but two episodes a week. And if you get hooked on your bi-weekly dose of a filthy drug called podcast, you can become a patron with access to our full catalogue of over 300 episodes at patreon.com slash Vista. You can quit anytime you want. Podcasts sound addictive and we can't be held responsible. Everyone's a winner during freemium freebrewery. Speaking of horrifying stuff, mm. <laughs> way back when uh, we had an episode in which we we dug around in a bit of a bit of Reddit, and I believe that's that's what spawned the paging Doctor Lucy segment. Can we hear we the song? About, where we would talk about relationships and that sort of thing as people. Uh, Can we hear the song? Is the song coming? Which, what song do you mean? Do you mean this song? If you find that you are having a little relationship trouble Just to pick up your telephone and dial it on the double You call 1-800-317-5155 now you're paging Dr. Lucy. There it is. Beautiful. There it is. Masterpiece. 
That's what spawned the paging Dr. Lucy segment. And tonight we're going to return to the dank cesspool of uh, Reddit. And Lucy is going to bring to us some of the posts that she found (laughs) on the subreddit called Child Free. We've never talked about this subreddit before, right? I think we have. Maybe Maybe we've mentioned it in abstract. Yeah, Yeah, like in in an episode. Yeah. I don't think we've had a constant thing about it. Deep into it. And it's. How would I describe this? So I'm someone who does not want to have children. I'm not interested in having kids. It's fine. It's a thing. There are things about it that are annoying. Sometimes people tell me I'll change my mind. That's annoying. That sucks. People on the child-free Reddit are just so angry about the existence of children in the world that it is Hmm. truly And parents. And parents. That it's really, really incredible. Um, Should we just dive into one? Yeah, hit us with one. Go for it. All right, so I did. I filtered these by the topic rant because I assume that would be where the uh, where the good yeah. stuff will be. So, as an introduction, this one is entitled "Unpopular Opinion." Does anybody else in this sub get tired of the naivety? All right, sounds innocent enough. I know we shouldn't judge, but I've always thought it so dumb that I have to access that I have access to this beautiful anxiety or pessimism or whatever it is that allows me to not have to experience an event to know I'd never want it to befall me. So immediately, I'm smarter than everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to get shot with a gun. <laughs> Congratulations <laughs> to me. I'm very smart. Uh, it gets so irritating hearing grown men or women saying, well, nobody ever told me having kids would be like this. Like the who, idea. Who is saying that to you? Like, who is. Okay, first of all, who's even broaching the concept of kids with this person? With this specific person, yeah. With this specific person. <sighs> like. I, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, this, is, this is what kills me about. Uh, this subreddit specifically is that it's that genre that we all know and love uh, inventing a very small yeah. guy to get angry at. Yeah, there's a lot of didn't happen in here or just like a one-off situation that happened. Um, like the idea of not being able to see 12 chess moves ahead on terrible, drastically life-altering ideas is just stupid and foreign to me. I genuinely thought everyone was able to do that. Mm. <laughs> Uh, I know that's mean-spirited and I know I'll get flack or hate for it, but I just read a post about someone who already did the deed, hoping to be child-free again, and every time I read from a certain sub, it's hundreds of people circle-jerking each other up, saying, you didn't know, no one told you, so here's the validation you wanted in the form of us telling you to discard the person you already infused with life. Are they talking about throwing a baby out? I'm... Not sure. Or are they saying, uh, or is the interpretation here that someone is has is saying on like a parenting forum, I am having a really hard time adjusting mm. to being a parent, which mm-hmm. is which I is one hundred percent, yep, yeah, a pretty normal thing for people to go through. Uh, and they're saying, well, yeah, you shouldn't have to throw away the person that you already are, that you already created, mm. just in order to look after this little piece of shit. Yeah. Which, which like, makes me think of... Um, I've, I've known 
a bunch of parents over the years um, who have started off parenting with this attitude of like, I'm not going to let it change me. It's like, good luck. Good luck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm, and again, like this person saying, a, f- a fundamentally very life-changing decision that you are making to have kids. Uh, but people who kind of go, who spend like the first however many years of having a kid, going, I'm still going to go out to bars and I'm still going to have parties and go to as many social engagements as I did before. Right. Uh, and it's like, yes, technically you can do that. But it's not going to happen. You're, yeah, you're also just, it's just a rod for your own back. You're just making your life so much harder than it needs to be. Andrew, I think I, I, think I agree with you in, in the general sense. But I would also say that I might be the only person on earth this is not actually going to change my lifestyle for. Because <laughs> I didn't, I didn't I go out. I believe it. No, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't do anything. I mostly, <laughs> mostly just sat around. Now there's a baby here. Um, and I was also like... I think there's a big thing missing from from people that are seriously child free, um, like in in the form that they would you know post to these forums, is that the concept that you would do something even though it's hard, even mm. though it's a sacrifice, <laughs> crazy, right? yeah, crazy that that you would actually have to like you know go through a bunch of changes to to do something. Um, so that's the thing. Uh, there's a yeah. lot of people that are parents that are annoying, that say annoying shit on the internet. Uh, but the people in the child-free subreddit are just mad at either things that didn't happen or they're just mad about going out in public and seeing children, which is great. Yes. 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 Well, keep, keep us going on this letter mm. and we'll wheel back around to that. Oh, yes. Here's a prime example. I look at kids, see them squelching that bat shriek and doing random devil-inspired acts like rubbing the contents of their diapers on walls when their parent turns their back for one second or whatever, and I can see what that forebodes. Please stop misplacing your responsibility to yourself to think before you act. Rant over. Is is the idea that if uh, people took any time to think about it, they would realize that having a child can be hard and they just that no one would have babies anymore? Probably. So we will have to like, you know, there's a lot of terminology in this subreddit. We've got our crotch spawn. Crotch spawn is, I was immediately thinking of that, even though it hasn't come up yet. (laughs) Yeah. Crotch spawn, uh, people who have kids are called breeders. Mm Mm-hmm. Very sexy. Very Very humanizing. (laughs) Very cool. Um, I think that's, that's the main one. So children are crotch spawn. Parents are breeders. Everything's very mentally healthy here. Everything's going great. Um... I guess I, I was looking at some of these posts uh, a little while ago, just out of my own personal interest. And like you said, there's a lot of that didn't happen. Um, there was somebody doing a rant about uh, how they should make it illegal to take a baby to the movies. Yeah. <laughs> and mm-hmm. of course, like, let me preface this as a person who has had babies by saying, of course, don't take a baby to the movies. Don't do that. It's... Just don't it's very do silly. That. Yeah, don't do it. Uh, the baby's not getting anything out of it, and you are not going to enjoy the movie as the baby constantly interrupts it for you with its needs. Yeah. Its primary needs being, I am a baby. Does that baby understand what an auteur is? Ask <laughs> yourself that. Um, 
so yeah, like uh, this person had written a whole post about, uh, hey, you know, people take a baby to the movies and like the baby makes noise. It doesn't even understand the movie. It's like, was anybody saying that the the baby was going to enjoy the film? Was that a, was that a proposition that anybody <laughs> was raising at any point? And then it got into true inventing a thing to be mad at when they said, uh, <laughs> yeah, like when someone comes up to you and demands that you give your seat that you paid for to their baby, which again, <laughs> has never happened never to happened. anybody. Yeah. Uh, and then they give movie snacks to the baby and it makes a big mess. <laughs> hate it when I give popcorn to my baby and he makes a mess. <laughs> Theo, imagine taking your son to the movies, propping him up in a seat, mm-hmm. and then giving him a $10 popcorn and Coke combo. Yeah, and he's going to really enjoy gumming that for two hours. <laughs> Get through three kernels of corn. Knocking over the cup. Just things yep. that did not did happen. Did not happen. Um... What is, what is the second one? Explain the second one to me because this has some more terminology in it also. All right. So, this is, I mean, this is just really the essence of the um, subreddit. So, from what I've gathered, a bingo is where people say certain phrases or ask certain questions about being child-free. Oh, yeah. So, this one says, can't escape the bingos even from movies. Deadpool 2 is great, but I hate the line, having children gives us an opportunity to be better versions of ourselves. So this is a rant about the film Deadpool 2. And this is this is a recent post, by the way. Um, like I'm serious. This, <laughs> hmm? There's definitely a commonality with these people of being very mad at being asked to consider like anyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> sure is. Like I'm serious. That line ruined the movie for me. It sucks because other than that line, I enjoyed the second Deadpool movie, but that line makes me have a lower rating for the movie. Why is it child-free people are still being indirectly attacked? Mm-hmm. Why is oh it so God. hard to believe somebody can be a better version of themselves without popping out babies? It upsets me how much breeder, pop, pro, breeder propaganda is in pop culture. I want to watch a movie and escape that crap. Not have it shoved in my face some more. I love Deadpool, but I hate his girlfriend in the movie. <laughs> All right, couple of notes. Uh, one, <laughs> that's a that's a movie for children. It's a superhero movie. That is uh, not a movie for adults. <laughs> it's, got, it's got Spider-Man in it. It's got uh, your, your Captain Planet, all that sort of stuff. You're going to see a movie for children. Um, second of all... Like, yeah, just the concept that someone might get joy out of something that they don't believe in. This whole, the whole, the whole spirit of this just makes me think of of internet atheists, right? Like, mm, very I, I, you know, I'm I'm very kind of just I, I have no no thoughts on religion whatsoever in like 99 percent of my my days, sort of thing, and I'm embarrassed by the existence of of people that are online and you know. Uh, shouting at people that that you know get uh, fulfillment out of um, you know spirituality or religion or whatever, right? Like like it's exactly the same thing where where someone might say, oh well, you know, uh, having a baby's made me happy, and they're like, fuck you, 
Yeah, you Shut piece of the shit. Fuck, you piece of. I can't Fuck believe this. I'm, I can't believe I'm being reminded that other people have different <laughs> from a beliefs line and aims Deadpool and, and fucking, oh, in this movie for children where they swear. That's I, um, I only I'm, watched Deadpool one the other night. It was quite. It was quite good. It's a good movie. It's fine. For children to see. Yeah. At the cinema. Yep. I babies like. Let's give the obvious disclaimer here that like. I, I think that there is a very legitimate cause for people who <clears throat> pardon me for people who have either chosen not to have children or people who are unable to have children. Um, I get those people being uh, I don't know occasionally upset by the the very normalized practice yeah. of you know asking people default. if they've got kids yeah. and if they say they don't have kids saying oh well when are you going to have kids yeah that's a like very that. that's mm. a very reasonable and sensible complaint to have very very reasonable thing um and and i guess the thing that we're sort of looking at here is people where i like to me this is a real sort of like um it's a real sort of social libertarianism kind of thing like, uh, you know, the people who grow up and become a libertarian and then say, my taxes shouldn't have to go towards teaching somebody else's kid at a school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you go, cool. How, what, how did you? How will we teach learn them? To, how did you learn to read, my friend? Uh, Taught people themselves. Who, they, they read, uh, age one, they started reading the speech at later. the end of. <laughs> <laughs> People yep. who are people who are like um, extremely angry about the idea of being asked to contribute to something that does not specifically and directly personally benefit them, uh, and this this is kind of what this is as well is is the people who aren't just saying, you know, that's a bingo, yeah, uh, about being asked, oh, when are you going to have kids? <laughs> to somebody who's like, you know had several miscarriages or or spent years trying to conceive through IVF and it's and it's very hard for them. These are instead people who are writing long stories to each other. To each other. The, like, yeah, yeah. Spending not, all day just like ranting to the choir. People writing these things to each other about Hey, does anyone else feel this way on this forum dedicated to people complaining <laughs> about feeling this way? Well so many of the things are essentially a variation on babies and children should be banned from society. Yeah, that's the general gist of this. Yeah, or if we're not banning them from society, we just put them all in a big bucket and we kind of push them out of the way somewhere where we don't have to look at them. They all need to be in the Ayn Rand uh, school school for daycare center from The Simpsons. And yeah, it's just, it's such a weird thing to be like, oh, well, I'm, I'm not interested in this personally, uh, this thing which I essentially look at as a hobby. Therefore, it should be removed. It should be removed from society. I should never have to look at it. Like, there's, there's people on there who are like, not only should kids not be allowed into uh, movie theaters, ignoring the fact, uh, you know, like, I wonder how many people had like great formative experiences like watching movies as kids you know mm. going to the movies with their family and seeing fucking et or whatever you know Sh- sure uh, yep 
I don't know, whatever it might be. <laughs> Getting a taste of that movie magic, you know, back when things could still be magical for you. Mm. What a time uh, but that then was. The people, yeah, then the, the people extend that to like, they shouldn't be allowed in restaurants. Yeah, I saw I one today should. that was like, ban children from restaurants. Cool. Cool. <laughs> and so. And there was another one that was like, uh, some kids were making a mess in Target and they were like really mad about it. Who gives a well, shit? Well, that's what that's. That's what I like and about Target's the... A, it's a store for children as well. It is a store for children. It's where children run wild. I couldn't care less about the mess in Target. Well, that's why I, I really liked the post that was... Um, I really liked the post that was uh, somebody complaining about the baby in a movie. Mm. Because, like... Uh, Nobody sits a six-month-old baby down and gives them a big thing of popcorn mm-hmm. and a, and yeah. a bucket Large of coke. Yeah. Hold on to this baby. with your adept little hands. Yeah, nobody does that, but they invent it, get mad at it, and then say, that's just a mess for some poor minimum wage worker to have mm, to clean they up. They love so that you're in- line. You're inventing a thing to happen to get mad at and then inventing someone to feel bad for? Like, and they always have this idea of a child that's just like smearing shit on the walls, <laughs> like this crazy, insane child that's constantly screaming, throwing its shit everywhere. Like, I don't know about that one. <laughs> I encounter a lot of them. All right, hit us with another one, Lucy. Oh, I've really, really got some prime child-free content here. All right, another rant. When you think about it, we almost didn't have Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. Because Marvel was afraid of getting attacked by entitled parents. Who gives a shit? Well, you might think this is ridiculous, but... We, all, we almost didn't have a movie for babies to show the babies. <laughs> so I recently saw RDJ on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. Run the jewels. <laughs> That's right, run the jewels. Of course the inner fangirl in me squealed. Lol. <sighs> Mm, I'm really getting a theme here. Um, he was mm-hmm. talking about his role as Tony Stark and how grateful he is to have had fought through his drug addiction in a pre-internet time because he's sure he would have been cancelled, which to me is sad because I personally think it's evil to cancel somebody because they're struggling. I thought about that for a while and remembered all the parents who freaked <laughs> Fine out. Fine to cancel someone for having a baby though. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I remembered all the parents who freaked out when he was cast as Iron Man and a light bulb went off in my head. Can you imagine if we lived in an internet world we live in now back then? I know exactly just what group would try to cancel RDJ and petition against Marvel casting him as a superhero. Entitled parents who think all celebrities' purpose is to be a good, perfect role model for their children. And even in 2007 or so when it was announced that RDJ would be playing Tony Stark slash Iron Man, it was mainly parents crying about how, oh no, he's no hero. Him being cast as one is a joke. I don't want my child looking up to a druggie, blah, blah, blah. I'm I don't going- remember that at all. No, I don't remember. I feel like this maybe no, just, didn't yep, really another, happen. Another person uh, just making, up, making mm-hmm. up something. I'm going to ruin this perfect casting choice for everyone else by telling Marvel casting Tom Cruise is better. Okay, so I exaggerated on the last sentence there. But really, can you imagine <laughs> if these can you imagine if these entitled breeders got their way? Iron Man would have sucked donkey dick. <laughs> Tom Cruise would be gross as Iron Man and would make the movie bomb faster 
than a detonated bomb that's about to go off in a second. Mm. You've really got a handle <laughs> on, on You should have been a screenwriter. Yeah, and- you should have written Iron Man. Oh, what a metaphor there. Um, okay, problem number one. Mm. Tom Cruise doesn't make bombs. He's a very successful Extremely bankable. He's been in a bunch of, I mean, got all the... All the Mission Impossible movies, okay. which are like critically acclaimed now, yeah, and they just keep, a bomb. they keep making more and more money every time. I feel like pretty. I I feel like uh that that uh the Mummy when he was in that uh, version of the Mummy that was meant to be part of uh, J.R. Hennessy's Dark Universe. Yes. Uh, thing, you know how they were trying to make a, a Marvel type franchise out of the Universal monsters. And it did not go well. I think they're still having a crack at doing that. The fuck but are you Tom, talking about? I have no so, idea what you're talking about. Just nodding along. So they they, <laughs> they tried to make. I know. I've drawn him on it. Yep. <laughs> what are you thinking? Uh, so Universal Studios has been attempting for a while to make a Marvel Cinematic Universe okay. type thing out of the Universal monsters like Frankenstein and uh, all fuck, the rest. That's of them. so good. Creature from the Black Lagoon and everything. <laughs> uh, Dracula and so on. And so they made this one. Oh, no, that that made... would rule. What are we talking about? Yeah, sounds this good. Is way... yes. <laughs> this, sounds is why, this is why friend of the show, J.R. Hennessy, is so hung up on it. And they made a, an adaptation of The Mummy with Tom Cruise in it. He doesn't play The Mummy. Uh, and Russell Crowe is in it as like Dr. Jekyll. All right, sounds with fantastic. With the implication being that there's going to be a Russell Crowe, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde movie and everything. That anyway, sounds really good. Anyway, it bombed hugely and it was very notable because that man doesn't make bombs. Whew. Anyway. This is a real Tom, movie that exists. Absolutely. You can watch it on Plex. Oh, oh. I will be doing that. All, all right. Um, and also, um, Tom Cruise got, has an I've equally terrible you. reputation. He sure yes. does. He got up on that couch on Oprah. He, what are you he talking about? He got on that about? damn cha- couch. This was, this was going to be my He my upset our Nicole. <laughs> he did upset our Nicole. So th- this is going to be my other point, is that complaining about like, oh, someone would get cancelled for having a drug addiction problem. Does everybody remember a couple of months ago when um, beautiful sweet boy John Mulaney uh, went back into rehab. He has talked oh, in a lot of his. I didn't, didn't see know. that. Didn't even know. Yeah, that. he he um in a lot of his stand up and stuff, he has talked about how he doesn't drink or do drugs or anything because he used to drink and would only ever like become blackout drunk every time he drank, and obviously that starts to ruin a lot of your social shit after a while. Um, so so he quit drinking and he hadn't hadn't been drinking for years and there was like a, a news item a while ago that he had relapsed and was going to rehab because um, during the lockdown he had started drinking and doing cocaine again. And the reaction that I could see from around the world was, that sucks and I, I hope he's getting help because he seems really nice. Yeah. It's almost as though it's more to do with whether or not the actual person themselves seems like a piece of shit when they get cancelled. Yeah. Anyway, this is definitely an, a hinged rant that you definitely need to respond to. Definitely <laughs> definitely a real thing that happened. Uh-huh. I mean, the, the flip side of that being uh, 
uh, Gina Carano finally got herself fired from The Mandalorian today. Ooh, I saw that. I was like, what did she do? And then I looked it up and I was like, oh. oh. <laughs> so Gina Carano is uh, a, a former MMA fighter. Uh, she was. Buff she was lady. Like the, she, was, she was the proto Ronda Rousey. That was a fight that people always wanted to see was her and Ronda Rousey, but it never happened. And uh, she quit fighting, turned up in a couple of movies. Um, Steven Soderbergh cast her as the lead in a movie, and then she started popping up more stuff. She's been in The Mandalorian for a couple of seasons, and she's also been doing QAnon posts. (laughs) Yep, she's been doing QAnon posts. She's been doing um, The Election Was Stolen posts. She's been uh, getting asked by people to put her pronouns in her her like Twitter and Instagram bio as a show of solidarity for the trans community and responding by uh, putting her pronouns as like bleep bloop blop. Mm, very that's, funny. That's Great. Really bit. funny. <laughs> I would really put funny. mine as an attack helicopter. Oh, huh. <laughs> <laughs> here's the joke. <laughs> that's that one joke. <laughs> oh, she was okay. So I saw a photo today and. Uh, she was in Deadpool. Um, oh, she, very she was the lady that then. could that could punch stuff hard. Yep. Uh, so she had been in um, the Mandalorian, which I think could probably be described as like the the biggest thing on TV, right? Yeah, probably. Or, you know, streaming, streaming, even though the little dude's so small. That's He's right. So little. Baby Yoda's in there. Little Grogu. All that sort of shit. Um, and apparently she could not stop posting things like the thing that finally got her fired today, which was posting, uh, that Republicans are persecuted in exactly the same way as Jews in the Holocaust. God. Hmm. I remember a different thing happening. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and that was apparently finally enough for Disney to give her a walking papers. Uh, because one can only assume that they had spent a significant amount of time sitting down with her and saying, please don't do that. Seriously. Cannot stress enough please. how much we would really like you to not Just do that. Don't. Just don't. Could you not, Gina Carano? Yeah. Uh, and apparently she could not not. And just kept doing it. She kept doing and it. And it's like, there's also, there's just a fucking spiteful energy to it as well there always it's not is like, these aren't things that you had to be on there posting they're things like no one's forcing hey, you to post you know what you, like if if that's how you felt about trans people and you also wanted to keep your job at disney uh what you could have done when people asked you to do that was not respond to anyone Keep you keep your bigoted shit to yourself, and Disney would have let you keep your job because they're a fucking gigantic yeah. corporation that only cares about making money. Can I read you a quote that didn't get her fired? <laughs> Go on. I can't drive how I fight anymore because I almost got my license suspended. I'm two points away from getting my license suspended because cops never let me go for some reason. I was going 126, but I'm a really good driver at 126, and that's the thing. It's not really reckless if you're in control, right? Now, 126 miles per over, hour. Over miles? In, well, she's from Texas. You have to imagine that it's that it's 202 kilometers per hour. Yeah. All right. So she sounds very mentally healthy. 
Much Point like being. the person in this child-free subreddit, <laughs> which I'm still in the middle of. You don't get cancelled. Don't you want for... more of this? Yeah, hit me. Yeah. That, and we wouldn't have the MCU we have today. What's the MCU, fellas? Marvel Cinematic Universe. Don't care. Seriously, instead of parents expecting everyone to be perfect and do no wrong, ever also their precious crotch fruits could have a role model (laughs) to look up to. Why can't they teach their spawn that no one is perfect? People make mistakes, and instead of condemning them for their mistakes, to show that person empathy. I feel like crying when I think about what Robert Downey Jr. went through, and I'm so happy he made it. It's so admirable. Me, personally, I'd rather have a role model who isn't perfect and who has made mistakes and then learn from them. That's way more inspiring. Parents want us to be like God, perfect, and can do no wrong instead of the flawed humans we actually are. Seriously, parents expecting flawed humans to be like a god is unrealistic. Also, (laughs) Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man, lol. I cannot picture anyone else in the role, and I'm so eternally grateful that John Favreau went against stupid entitled breeders' demands and fought for him in the role. None of this ever happened. None of this happened. Imagine, and imagine also, okay, so she's invented something to get mad about. She's also mm. get, invented something to get sad about. Mm. And that thing is very ridiculous. Robert Downey Jr. is worth $300 million. Yeah. And you're, you're sitting there making yourself sad because he... I can't believe what RDJ went through. Got... He, he got a role? can't believe what he would have had to go through. he would have had to go through. Hypothetically... If the parents thing, got mad about Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, instead of the thing that that happened instead, which is the thing that I wanted. Yeah. Uh, your your he, movies are for, for for children, and it's okay. The your movie is for children. It's it's okay to watch children's movies. I watched Deadpool the other night, and that's fine. Uh, it's it's okay, but you have to understand that without children, these movies wouldn't exist. You wouldn't Imagine have the MCU. You wouldn't. That's true. Because Imagine if it's you a, have children, how many MCU movies you could watch? It's PG, but parental guidance recommended. Now I see why these people are mad about children in the cinema, because they're watching Marvel movies. Because they're watching their movies. <laughs> watching and they, and they don't get it on the on the level that it's really that on the screen that's mm. been planned out for six years in advance, shot by shot. <laughs> There, there was actually something about that in that post about um, not taking your kids to the movies was somebody replied and was like, also, they should have some sessions of kids' movies that you're not allowed to take kids to. <laughs> Wonderful. Some, some of us are just there to appreciate the animation. It's so weird. I never have the problem of children in movies because I see films that are made for adults. <laughs> <laughs> but, but also, like, any, any like of these antichrist. movies... <laughs> Right. Any anything like a fucking Marvel movie is also going to have a solid twelve hour block of show times. Exactly. Like, go to the eleven p.m. one. It's fine. <laughs> have to go at the same time as little kids. It's okay. And also, no one can go to the movies anymore anyway. Exactly. Not a problem. Because of all I would, these spreaders. Imagine uh, sitting Robert Downey Jr. down and getting him to to read that. <laughs> Are you okay, Robert Downey Jr.? Are you okay? Are you all right in light of all of these things that could have happened? Also, I feel like we're we're glossing past his role in uh, 
Tropic Thunder as well. <laughs> if if things like if being cancelled was was real, and look, completely understand that the role is satirical. Um, but he's he's still doing the things. So he is. I don't know. Just in just... ironic blackface. <laughs> <laughs> like even, oh. I think I think the suggestion when it comes to the you know people like um, Gina Carano is. That she wasn't, she didn't do anything wrong, say the people who share her psycho beliefs. Um, she just got fired for being conservative. She's conservative, so people complained about her, so she got fired. Mm, fired for another truth. conservative silenced. Just like, um, remember, remember all those other famous conservatives who, uh, as soon as people found out they were conservative, never got another role again, like Bruce Willis and Sylvester Stallone. And Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. All of these people who are like very vocal about their conservative beliefs. Uh, in the case of Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, being the governor of California, isn't as he a, a leftist now? Uh, I think in the context of the modern liberal. Republican he's Party, he's, he's considered an SJW. Mm. But um, Clint Eastwood was the mayor of a small town. <laughs> Became the mayor. Cancelled for uh, truth. And, and he's a, a crazy old Republican. I think the difference is that like... Kelsey uh, Grammer endorsed the Tea Party movement. Oh, yeah. And he was on Money Plane. <laughs> he was on That's Money so Plane. <laughs> you guys watch Money Plane? Oh, it's really bad. I really I wanted to it. like it. It wasn't good. Yeah, did we watch it together? Or something I think like maybe we did. We were like, let's watch yeah. Money Plane and it wasn't very good at all. He supported Ben Carson's candidacy for the president. <laughs> Presidential nomination. Really Jesus. backing some backing <laughs> But like these these are all people who are like out and proud Republicans, pro NRA stuff, you know, all that sort of thing. And I think the main difference is that they don't spend a whole bunch of time posting on Twitter about the specific demographics of their fandom that they consider less than human. Yeah, what about James Wood's career? Ruined, oh. destroyed. Yeah, <laughs> he could have been Iron Man. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. Uh, Scott Dilbert as as Iron Man. <laughs> That's his oh. name, Scott Dilbert. <laughs> Scott Dilbert. <laughs> Just picturing him as Iron Man—that is fantastic. That's that's going to be stuck in my head for a while now. Wonderful stuff. Well. I think that's about it. Uh, we're coming in for landing six minutes early. We are about to commence our descent into the Nederlands. So. Everybody get your gas masks on. Yeah. Put your gas masks on. Oxygen will drop from the ceiling. You're going to need it because stinky, stinky people. Oh, you get out there and it's just the air is thick with bong smoke, you know? Yeah, you're just They do be, be smoking bongs. They there. be smoking weed in, in Amsterdam. That's what I hear. Hey, you guys know they got weed in Amsterdam now? That's what I've heard. They'd be uh, giving, their, giving their crotch fruits their little junior bongs. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think they should. I don't think they should either. <laughs> but oh, sometimes you need to get your kids oh. to sleep, so. That's so true. That is so. Bad or for Nergen. Just legal. They stop laughing. It's perfectly legal. Right yeah. Perfectly legal. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you for subscribing. 
Thank you for joining us on this freemium freebrewery. Oh, this is a free one. Shit. Fuck. (laughs) They're all on here. Everybody's on here with us. We're all on the plane. See you next week. Bye. Bye.